Well, hello everyone, Darren Saul, your host of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. I have a fun show today. Scout Smith O'Leary is back. How are you doing, Scout? I'm very well, Darren. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming back. And for everybody out there, Scout was on one of our episodes probably midway through last year. She is the Love Scout. And today she's going to be teaching us all about old school matchmaking in the digital age. So Scout Smith O'Leary is a matchmaker, relationship educator, and love enthusiast. She is the CEO and founder of the School of Connection Sydney and is the Love Scout, helping you scout out a great life partner. I love it. How are you, Scout? I'm so good, Dan. <laughs> Thank you for that wonderful introduction. No one does it justice like you. Ah, uh, it was so much fun. So now tell everybody out there who you are, what you do, in case they didn't get to see that fantastic episode we did last year. Yeah, cool. So I'm Scout and I run the School of Connection Sydney because I believe that all of us, it's in our nature, it's in our DNA for humans to connect and develop friendships and relationships. And there are just things that get in the way of us being able to do that. And they just, you know, these friendships, these connections, they really enrich our lives. And I'm really focused on helping people develop romantic and intimate connections. So there are so many things that can get in the way and I'm basically here to to help you make sure that you get the most out of life and love. Yeah, and you've kind of pivoted your offering or added a new offering lately, which is more traditional matchmaking, but done for the new world. Is that right? Yes, 100%. So as I was looking at the market, I thought, wow, well, dating apps, the market is absolutely saturated, right. but what about when that's not working for people, what about when you want something more substantial, something more quality, something more long-term and committed? Well, what happened to the good old days when your friends would, would hook you up? Um, right, yeah. And it was, yeah, a system that was, you know, you trusted your friends, people were vetted, you were sharing mutual communities. Um, so nobody could be too much of a weirdo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, unlike today where it's very anonymous and you can be reaching out to all kinds of strangers and there's no sort of accountability there. So true. And you can be ghosted left, right and centre at the blink of an eye and you can people can go hot and cold within you know, a split second. It's all just very superficial and it's more just a fun game than anything else really, isn't it? Yeah, and that's exactly how people are using it, which is, is fine on the one hand, but you've got to remember that there are people behind most of those profiles and and being played a few times, being on the receiving end of someone else's game is not not fun. Uh, so, yeah, we just have to be mindful of of what we're using and how we're using it. But, um, yeah, well, most people or some people hopefully I think are looking for something deeper and that's where I want to come in and help them connect. I love it. And Scout's got me in her program. So she gave me her yes. questionnaire. We've gone through everything. She's extremely thorough and uh, I love what she's doing. But before we get into what you actually are doing, let's let's take a step back and just chat about, you know, finding partners these days, etc. Why is it so difficult these days? Is it harder now than ever before? Yeah, Darren, great question, actually. And I'd say the first thing that's really getting in the way, and this is nobody's fault, is our time. Yep. And the fact that we are, as working professionals, 
incredibly time poor. We've got other commitments to family, friends, work, to businesses, uh, to health and gyms and hobbies. And we're literally our free time is so limited. So true. Um, it's like, and that's, that's nobody's fault. That's just the pace of life in Sydney, as you and I both know very well. We were just discussing just before <laughs> we started how the days just fly and we're both getting up at the crack of dawn and there's still no time. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> this is what's so hard is that nobody did anything wrong. Yeah. And, and it's still like, we just can't put it together and wondering why it's just not happening. Yeah. So true. Yep. Um, and then I would just say. You know, we've been sort of given the illusion that we can have everything that we want and that perfection exists and is attainable. And if not, we can order by design on Amazon and have it delivered in 48 hours to That's the front right. door. Exactly. Um, so with our limited time and our sort of idealistic perfectionist views on being able to have whatever we want, people have become quite picky with swiping culture. There's always yeah. the grass is greener and... Um, this sort of patience and commitment to growing a relationship, getting to know someone and valuing that long-term connection yeah. is almost undermined by the culture at the moment. I so agree. I so agree. It's so easy to just jump on the app and it's almost like you're going shopping. All one, all two, all three, click and deliver, whatever. But it, with, when it comes to the romantic side of life and human connection, it just doesn't work that way. It's not that simple. It doesn't. And it leaves you with that empty feeling in your belly. Mm. Like, you know, I attribute it to the Big Mac metaphor. Like it's, <laughs> it's quick, it's fast, it's dirty, it fills you up. But then you're suddenly like feeling empty and a bit like sick after. The Big Mac metaphor. Did you come up with that? Did you? <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of, you know, the analogy of fast food and fast people, fast sex, fast relating, it. you yeah. know? <laughs> So, I mean, what do we need to consider and think about? Do we have to do our own, you know, do we have to go on a journey of growth and internal uh, internal discovery for us to really get serious about looking at, you know, matchmaking and finding a life partner? Do we have to do that work? So this is a great question, which I'm on the fence about it because the narrative that's very popular right now is that, you know, do the work, um, sort of know yourself, don't jump into a relationship too early mm -hmm. uh, until you've got your shit sorted, which that's very relevant. But at the same time, so much growing comes from being in a relationship um, and what you can do and you will be, you know, tested. All of your work, all of your wokeness and your Zen oh, capacities yeah. will certainly <laughs> be pushed and, uh, I feel like what's more important is having the communication skill set to work through challenges. Yep. And it's not that you have to have everything together, but just have an awareness of the things that sort of lower your um, best yeah. self. What are your trick? What your triggers are? Exactly. And then be able to communicate to the partner so you can work together. Yep. Gotcha. Because Makes a lot of sense. we have to be realistic as well. What if someone's got 10 years worth of personal work? Like, should they be alone and celibate for those 10 years? That's ridiculous. That's very true. I like the way you put that. Yep, absolutely. So we have to all, we have to be very um, aware, but also be welcoming and realize that not everybody's at the same point in the journey and you don't have to always find someone that's done the same amount of work as you. 
A hundred percent. And if we can let go a little bit of the forever narrative, you might cross paths with somebody and do a solid two, five years with them, do a lot of growth together in the partnership. And then for whatever reason, your paths grow apart, but it's so invaluable what you get from that. Yeah. And that's a really good point. I love the way you said that. Forget about the forever narrative because maybe in the past generations of dating and even when we were younger, we've kind of thought that way, but I think the world has changed now and we have to think shorter term. And if it works out for longer term, great. But we don't, we can't always project all the way to the future and think that this is going to be a life partner. That's a really good point. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I love it, Scott. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> what about all the baggage that we have? You know, in the, and as, as we get older, we've got more and more baggage. I'm certainly fussier. I've got more baggage. How do we deal with that when we enter a new relationship? Oh, so glad you asked. Because when you when you're matchmaking somebody, how do you deal with all that? (laughs) Yeah, so he's a great guy, but he's got a lot of baggage. (laughs) (laughs) So surprised in my profiling, I'm asking what you can offer to the relationship. It's not about yes, of course, I'm going to ask you what you want and what would be ideal for you. But people are too obsessed with this having and not offering. Yeah, sure. Um, and this is, it's really an important focus when you're matching people together because everybody's got stuff, everybody's got flaws and to really borrow from Mark Manson, he says, what are you willing to put up with? I like that. Um, cause everybody wants, you know, six foot muscles, your yeah. nice house in the Northern <laughs> beaches or whatever, you know, your thing is, yeah. um, but yeah, it's it's the, the flaws that you can go, you know what? Yeah, he farts a lot and got a bit of a receding hairline, but real lion's heart is loyal yeah. and would do anything to make my day. Love it. That's great. Yeah, so true. So it's what what do you, you have to really take a good think about, okay, you know, perfection doesn't exist. So really, you know, again, we're not each of us aren't per, isn't perfect either. So we have to realize that and say, okay. Let's find a compromise here. 100%. Yeah, so true. And so how do we know when we're really ready? I mean, in this new world of fast pace, working hard, you know, dedicating ourselves to our career, no time for this, no time for that. When do we know, okay, look, I think it's time to get serious. Well, even that, that sentence, how will we know when we're ready? How do we know? It's a bit elusive as if there's going to be a light bulb moment like ping, <laughs> time to stop messing about now. Wake up. Um, but what I would say to that is, you know, the more self-awareness you have, the more integrity you can have in the sense that you won't commit to things that you know you can't follow through on. Mm-hmm. So when we say I'm ready, I'm ready for what? I'm ready for living with someone and getting married and starting a family and bringing those two families together. I'm ready for um, a semi Dating, ready for whatever, committing a few times a week to seeing each other, whatever it is. Exactly. I'm, I'm ready to not live together, but start a committed partnership. And, and that's where that self-awareness comes in. If, if you know the time, the energy you can devote, then it's much easier to go, well, yeah, I can jump into this now knowing my boundaries. Yeah. Um, and again, we have to revise the narrative of 
getting to a point and then I can do it. You know, we, we have to be constantly updating depending on our circumstances, depending on our finances, depending on our mental health. Oh, so many variables. <laughs> yeah. There's never a right time. It's now any, every time, all time is the right time. You just have to know how to manage your time. A hundred percent and communicate that. And communicate that. And that's a really good point. Cause I mean, communication when you're dating like some people are better communicators than others some people will put all their cards on the table in the first 30 seconds that's definitely not me (laughs) but um some people you know kind of hold back a little bit and kind of want to see where things are going to go what's what's your take on how much do you throw out there at the beginning you know you also got to leave something to be discovered that's so funny because I am an all cards on the table kind of person. Right, here we go. There's a list. There's a few pages. Take a read. I'll be back in five minutes. Let me know what you think. Uh, um, and I would encourage people to lean more towards that for a couple of reasons. One, as we said, it's huge time, energy, investment, getting to know people properly, mm. which most of us just don't have. So if you don't work and you've got financial security, go for your life. Take your time. Um <laughs> Otherwise, also, most people are quite afraid to get deep quickly. But if you know what you want, like, go and get it. Yep. And it's okay if you can, if we can sort of let go of these ideas that everybody needs to love me, everybody has to want to be in a relationship. It's okay for someone to say, oh, yeah, you're great, but we're not compatible or yeah. it, this isn't happening and go, thank you so much for that up front on yeah. week one as mm. opposed to you know six months down the track two years when oh god yeah like save everybody the time and just a little bit of respect so true yeah. so so that's a, so in other words err on the side of communication more up front and that it'll help save a lot of time and energy later on i would a hundred percent say that yeah. yeah okay love it so tell us a bit about your service. Let's let's release the service to the world. Tell us about what you're doing. <laughs> okay, so what I'm doing is really providing people with an opportunity. So basically, if you know that you want a long-term committed partnership and you have good values, a strong, you know, set of core identifying themes like honesty, trust, commitment, patience, just a like good old, good, strong heart, nice people, quality people. Um, But for whatever reason, you're having trouble coming into contact or you're attracting all sorts. Mm -hmm. It's a matching service for these folks who, and it might be their biological clock might be ticking for some women. You might be, you know, divorced a few years out, not knowing how to re-enter the game. And it's just a way where you'd come to me, we do a profile and that goes through all of your characteristics, your personality, looking at, you know, past baggage and, and things that are important to you, deal breakers. And then I find you somebody based on the profile and the personality. Love it. There's and no computers involved. This is all scout. This is it. There are no algorithms because I, I don't believe that they can calculate human connection. I agree with you. Um, and what we know, what I know and what most people know from their experience is when their heart gets broken, 
It takes a long time to recover and people are very reluctant to open it up again. So even if their soulmate walked past them down the coffee shop, they actually wouldn't know because they weren't open to it. And so I basically take on the responsibility of getting to know people intimately and deeply so that you don't have to open your heart to just anybody. Only people that I've vetted. Great. Yeah. And are there different ways that you work, different levels? You want to explain anything in terms of your packages or it's pretty much just, um, you know, what you see is what you get? Yeah, it's pretty much what you see is what you get. But the screening process was built to be, it's up to three hours that I spend with each client and it's actually quite discerning. So unlike every other dating service, they'll accept anybody who will throw money at them. Yeah. Um, I do not because my model would actually fail if I just accepted money. Um, It only works by me investing the time and getting this really high caliber of people. Um, So it's almost in a sense, the clients need to prove to me that they're really decent and good hearted and that I can turn around and represent them and, and wholeheartedly believe in their capacity to be in a relationship. Awesome. So flipping the model on its head, um, but I really believe that demographic of people are not represented in the dating industry whatsoever. So wow. I'm here to serve them. Wow. And how, so far, how have you found all your people? Just friends, connections, referrals? How have you found them? Yeah, Darren, all sorts. So word of mouth, friends, colleagues at the gym, um, done some advertising online through School of Connection, through workshops and events. And people are really excited to get on board and to spread the word because everybody knows somebody who's single and is having a hard time. And they go, oh, my uncle Johnny, he's a legend. Um, But he's, you know, he goes to work and he goes to cycling club and running club and there are no women. And even this point of just coming into contact with members of the opposite sex in your age range who are single. They just, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen. No, as you get older, it happens less and less. That's it. So it's, yeah. it's where do they even go? So yeah, particularly now, actually with, we're all living on zoom or doing everything behind the computer. You know, we don't see, we don't even go to the coffee shop as much anymore. You know, and so. That's it. And I tell you, Darren, I had the most romantic moment happen to me last week. I was on the bus and I was reading a book <laughs> and <laughs> I know who does that. Right. And a guy came up and approached me to have a conversation about the book that I was reading. Wow. And I felt like I was in the 1950s, you know, <laughs> it's like, this is the way that it was supposed to happen nice. where we were being present in the world and somebody would notice and then we'd strike up a conversation um, but obviously we can't overlook the addiction to phones these days, which is also affecting our ability to be in the world and meet people organically. Yep, so true. So true. I love it. I love everything that this stands for. It's fascinating. And have you got any, any good little case studies yet or it's just beginning really You're just starting the whole process? Yeah. So it is in its birthing stage, um, doing a lot of profiling now, getting a lot of interest, um, which is very exciting and also refining the process so it can be the most effective for my clients. Um, But I'm very excited, Darren. It's too bad we're having the interview today, not next week. Okay. I actually have 
my first match. Oh, no um, way. Yes. So, <laughs> and you wouldn't believe it. And I had profiled them about a week um, separate from each other. Yes. And the female client was so shocked. I finished her debrief. And at the end of it, I couldn't believe it. I said, you'll never guess. I actually have somebody for you. And Amazing. she was so shocked. She's like, oh, my God, I don't know how I feel about it. I need to think about it. <laughs> um, so wow. anyway, they are due to meet this Thursday. Wow. Okay. I Very love exciting. It. I'll have to report back later. I'll have to <laughs> report back to the audience and let us know how it went. Yeah. That is fantastic. And do you give them any guidance into where or how they should meet first or that's totally up to them? Yeah. So I maintain the correspondence between each of them separately. Um, I just check in with both parties. What would be ideal? Where would you feel comfortable and safe? So for this particular instance, they've agreed on coffee by the beach. Nice. Um, Keep it nice and casual. Keep it daytime public. You know, all of these things that you would usually do um, with online dating, just basic security measures. Sure, absolutely. Um, And then they're just going to go from there. And I've, you know, disclosed very small pieces of information about each to either party, but it's really for them to discover. They've both been through the screening process to get like separately. Um, And I know from the information that they've disclosed to me that they're highly compatible personality wise, highly compatible. So they've just got to figure it out now. I love it. That's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear what happens. Yeah, me too. Well done, Scout. So tell everybody in the audience how they can find you and how they can find out about your new um, your new uh, offering if they want to sign up. Yeah, beautiful, guys. So if you just Google School of Connection Sydney or find me at www.schoolofconnectionsydney.com, that's where you'll get access to workshops, uh, conscious speed dating events, to the matchmaking services. Um, I write articles on love and relationships. And, you know, you can find email, phone number over there and, you know, the usual Instagram, Facebook. But, I mean, as you can figure, I'm quite old school. So, like, give me a call. That's probably my preferred method. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Absolutely. Old school. Sometimes there's a lot to be said about that. Yeah, for sure. Especially in this crazy world. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm going to put the notes or all those links in the notes for everybody out there. And if you're looking for your life partner or even just a partner for three to five years or whatever, and you want to get away from the dating sites and the, the crazy apps and the, or the ghosting and all the crazy behavior, have a chat to Scout because she looks like she's doing some fantastic work. Well Thank you, done. Danny. Anything you want to leave us before we finish up? Ah, uh, To all of the beautiful single ready to mingle people out there, I would just say be patient with yourself and with the process and go with your gut. So true because even even in this society, we're so, everything is now, now, now. Yeah. But finding a partner is not so simple. You have to be patient. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just, yes, one, two, three equals whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even do the maths. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Scout, thank you so much for coming on the show again. We'll definitely have you back again to see what the result is. And to see how the process is going. And it's always an absolute pleasure. So for everyone out there, check out Scout, Smith O'Leary, School of Connection, 
and the Love Scout. And I'll put all the links in the show notes for everybody. Everybody have a fantastic day and we'll see you very, very soon for another episode of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. Thanks again, Scout. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Darren.